Welcome to the Get Sacred Podcast. I'm your host, intuitive life coach, Melissa Elysian, and I'm here to teach you how to create more money, more love, and more sacred success. If you're ready to create a lusciously abundant and pleasure-filled life, you're in the right place. Hello, my love. I want to ask you a question. I want to know what is keeping you from being yourself? What things, people, places, responsibilities have you decided in your mind are the reason why you're not showing up as yourself? I'm going to create a little bit of breathing room for you to think about that before I share some insight. Who, what, where, what, why, (laughs) what is keeping you? Why aren't you showing up as yourself? So I'm sure a couple of things came to mind. And it's probably still flowing because we all got a lot going on. We all have a lot of people who expect us to do and be a certain way. I think we all have responsibilities, jobs, commitments that intrinsically expect us to show up and to show up a certain way. But what I really want to like to talk about, to think about, to consider is taking that spotlight off of those people and places and responsibilities and then moving the spotlight. Don't worry, it doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be blinding. It could be something beautiful and exciting. (laughs) I want to move the spotlight to you. What if you are the reason why you're not showing up for yourself? What if you took responsibility for being who you want to be in the world from the people who want you to show up a certain way, your kids, your partner, your parents, your siblings, the rest of your family, your boss, your coworkers, this society, What if you stopped giving them the responsibility of deciding whether you're going to show up as who you are and who you want to be in the world and you take it back to yourself? You take responsibility for that. What happens then? 
you could spiral into shame. That's really the bottom of it. There's so many other things you could spiral into, but they will all end up being shame, right? You could be judging yourself. You can consider yourself a failure. You can consider yourself a fraud. You could consider yourself a coward. All of these things boiling down to shame. You could shame yourself for not showing up as who you want to be in the world when you decide to take responsibility. Or you could do these two things. You could trust yourself and you can love yourself. And those two things as a response to deciding I'm going to take responsibility for who I show up in the world as, for who I let myself be, for me showing up as me and being authentic and being real and not breaking my back to fit the description of what everybody else wants. If you can take that responsibility and do those two things, trust yourself and love yourself, you will be able to show up as yourself. And let me tell you why. Let's start with self-love. Let's start with the power of Let me shimmy into like self-acceptance, which I don't think is the same thing as love. I really don't. Um, And I think I heard uh, Sonia Renee Taylor say it well. She was talking about her book, The Body Is Not An Apology. And she said something like, you know, our culture really likes this idea of self-acceptance, of accepting one another for who we are each one of us individually and how that is so lackluster in comparison to love. Accepting yourself is thinking there's something wrong with you, but it's okay. That you're not like right at doing a particular thing or you're not good at it or you have these... qualities that you don't like and you're just you're releasing yourself you accept them you have them it's just it is what it is that is not the same thing as loving yourself love is not the same thing as acceptance I'm going to offer that acceptance is a feature of love of course But love is something, something else. I'm actually going to, I'm going to run back a little bit. I'm going to say that sometimes a fierce love doesn't offer acceptance. I'm going to leave that for another day. Let's focus in on the fact that you accepting parts of yourself, and I only say that for those of us who have gotten to the place of self-acceptance, is not the same thing as loving yourself. 
loving something is so much more fierce, right? It, it's so much more giving. It's so much more abundant than just accepting. Accepting is passive. It's like, I'm not going to do anything about it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. But love, love is a verb. Love is something you do. Love is not just what you do too. It's also how you see. It's how you perceive. And loving yourself is like perceiving yourself in the most beautiful light. And it's taking actions that embrace all of the parts of you. Loving yourself, flaws and all, loving yourself will help you navigate all of those outside pressures that want you to be something else. Because when you're busy loving on yourself, you're going to have a problem with anything that tries to get in the way of you being who you are. And when I say problem, I don't mean there has to be conflict, but there's discord. There's disagreement. You're not buying it. You're not falling for it. You're not bending to its will. The energy of love, the actions you take to love yourself, the light that you see yourself in, the way you see yourself doesn't allow you to buy into other people's perceptions or allow them to, those perceptions to be more important than your own. So I start with love because if you can love on all of you, if you can love the things that make you unique and the things that make you weird, the things that make you fierce, the things that make you whatever way that you are, if you can embrace those things and see them in good light and act, use actions to support them and nourish them, they'll be able to withstand people having their thoughts and their demands for who you are and how you show up. So self-love, you know, more than just accepting yourself, self-love will give you what you need to show up as who you are. And to enjoy it. Because when you're loving on all of the parts of yourself, you're going to enjoy being yourself. You'll be nourishing all of those parts of you. Next is doing the work of trusting yourself. Of trusting yourself. Of knowing that whether you get something right or wrong, you're gonna be okay. Whether you succeed or fail at any given task or challenge or goal that you're working on, that you're gonna be all right. That you have the capacity to withstand difficult and challenging things. And you also have the capacity to 
be lost or confused and find your way. Self-trust means that you don't have to con- like tort yourself into who everybody wants you to be to survive because you know that no matter what happens emotionally, mentally, and physically, you have the capacity for this life. I'm going to add also that self-trust can also be tied into your trust of life in general. If you can trust life, it will help you to trust yourself. If you can trust the fact that, for example, the body knows how to heal itself. I know in every circumstance, it doesn't do that. There are times where the body, the physical body, it dies. That's what the body does. But have you ever had the courage to trust that? To know that like my body knows how to heal itself, but also a function of my body is that eventually it will die because it's a living thing. And if I can trust life, I acknowledge that that's not necessarily something I even need to be afraid of. That is actually just life doing what life does. You can also consider trusting life in that hard things happen and we grow in our capacity to be resilient, to do hard things, to navigate difficult emotions. There have been times where I was feeling things that I thought the feeling itself, I wouldn't survive. Physical body intact, emotions a mess, a wreck. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't actually know that I can withstand this feeling. I know you've been there and here we are. And here we are. And I trust myself more because I know from those experiences that difficult experiences, I can, I can handle them. I still have fear. It still comes up. I want to avoid them at all costs. It happens. <laughs> I have to tell myself. I have to rally myself. I have to put myself in the mindset of chasing the things that scare me. But intrinsically, intuitively, I think, my body and my ego want me to be safe. But something that I know from the experiences that I've had in this body, in this life, is that I can trust myself to get through difficult things because I have navigated every difficult thing thus far. I can trust myself to be in a place or a time in my life where I'm not sure what to do next and I feel stuck because I've been in those places and I found my way out. I can trust myself to make a big mistake and to have to deal with the consequences, to deal with the feelings of shame that come up, to feel like I'm not going to be able to put things back together again and be okay. And you can too. We all have those moments. And if you tie that in to the trust of life, you can trust that life is bringing you situations and circumstances that you can navigate, that intuitively, I'm not even going to say intuitively, like in your bones, (laughs) in your bones, you can know what you need to do next. 
most of us are startled because sometimes the thing to do next is to chill and to wait and to replenish and to restore and recover. And we don't want it, so we think we don't know what to do. We want to get started. We want to get things done. We want to accomplish. And so when the mind, body, spirit says, now you're good. I'm not going to tell you what else to do because this is where we're at. We don't want to listen to that (laughs) because we want to get stuff done. But we know The body knows, the mind knows, the spirit knows, and life knows. Life knows because it lined all of this ish up. So if you can trust yourself and you can love yourself, you can use those two things to take responsibility for how you're showing up. That looks like you making a decision, for example, you making a decision that isn't in alignment with what other people are expecting of you, but it's what you want to do. And so here you have it. You got a naysayer over here. It's not going to work, blah, 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 blah. And you got a naysayer over here. It's going to be too hard. Why do you want to put yourself through that? Right? You got one to the right, one to the left. And then you can have yourself. You could have love for the part of you that's making that decision and you honor her and you show up for her and then you can have trust and you can tell yourself, I'm going to honor her. I'm going to show up for her. I'm going to take actions that support and nourish her. I'm going to, I'm going to see her in the best light and the best possibility of what she has in mind. And I'm going to Trust her to know that even if things don't work out the way that she has planned, and this is all you, (laughs) even if things don't work out the way that you have planned, you know that you can trust your own capacity to deal with whatever happens, to deal with if it goes perfectly well and it goes so well that it's beyond your wildest imagination and there's a part of you that feels like that would be too overwhelming and you're not sure if you can handle it, you trust yourself to know that when you get there, you can figure it out. Or you trust yourself to know that if I do this and it doesn't work out the way that I planned, it comes to pieces and I have to deal with the feelings that come up when someone fails, which is just a lot sometimes. That I trust myself to have those feelings or to move through those feelings, to learn from my experience and be all right. I trust myself. You trusting yourself, you loving yourself. Furthermore, you trusting and loving yourself to know that if someone doesn't like the way that I'm showing up as myself, I can love myself. I don't need the person to affirm me. I love myself. And I trust myself in that if someone um, is going to be upset and angry with me, I trust that I know how to navigate or I can figure out how to navigate the conversation we might need to have or what life looks like with or without them or how our relationship changes because now I'm being who I am and maybe they 
that's not who they had in mind. And I trust myself to be okay and to build new relationships or whatever is necessary for me to show up as myself. I really don't think there's any greater responsibility that we have. I'm always talking about us sharing our gifts with each other and the world, but those gifts come from our unique individuality. They come from the things that make us us, right? Our magic is not just like in the thing you do. It's in how you do it. It's how your personality, how your life story is all blended in, how your background, how all of it fits together with the thing that you do, the way that you do it. And so if you're showing up in the world as yourself, loving yourself and trusting yourself, you know, not only do you get to share your special magic with the world, but you get to live your life from a place of peace inside, a place of joy, because you're you. You're not missing out on being yourself. You're not showing up (laughs) and feeling like, a fraud, you're not playing pretend at life. You're playing full out simply by letting yourself be yourself. And I don't want you to think just because I've simplified it that I don't think it's complicated or challenging. I do. I definitely struggle with it. It's just, I think it's like such an important and beautiful way to live this life. You have this life. You have this life. You have all those circumstances. You have your story. You have all of your gifts. What's the use of spending your time not being yourself? I think some people spend their entire life uncovering who they are, and I think that's beautiful work in itself. And so I'm wanting to offer this little formula of love and trust for self so that it becomes a practice for you, not just something you do once, but something that you do over and over, learning over time how more to love yourself and how more to trust yourself and therefore learning more and more every day how to be more of yourself so that we get to enjoy your beautiful magic. But most importantly, so that you get to enjoy your beautiful magic, your beautiful essence. This life, this life is wild. This life is no joke. <laughs> the way that life is set up is pretty darn interesting and special. And I think the best way to use this life is to honor the fact that it brought you into existence. All right. I love you. And I have a deep reverence for your unique and individual self. I'm so happy to be on the planet with you. I'm so, so happy 
to be on the planet with you. There's nobody like you. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get Sacred Podcast. For more ways to connect, I want you to head to melissaelysian.com. To be coached by me, head to my website and schedule a time for us to chat all things sacred and sovereign about your life and your business. The link is in the show notes. I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.